0: Today, we're watching Star Trek, The Next Generation, when the Enterprise saves an unknown alien who is near death and welcomes him on board to recover. Between his amnesia, magical powers, and the police state that wants him dead, this John Doe has some splaining to do.
1: (laughs) They didn't even have to get to the alternate title. I could get you just with apostrophe splaining. From June 2nd. 1990 it's season three episode 25 transfiguration or space jesus cinemorph suit
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm cam that's dan and there's a superfluous amount of moose knuckle in this episode
1: I mean, depends on who you ask. <laughs> valid, <laughs> valid.
0: Just mooses.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of me knuckles. Mises. <laughs> there's so many mieses. It is. I, it, it's a kind of like sweater jumpsuit where the costumer had just gone through a couple episodes without Wesley and his sweater jumpsuit thing and they just like had a epileptic fit and like forcibly made a sweater jumpsuit because they couldn't stand one not being in the show <laughs> Yes, and this one's gonna be white so you see everything <laughs>
0: Absolutely. foaming at the
1: mouth at the sewing machine
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is 100% correct it was yeah I, I found this episode way more moving than I remember
1: I think there's a little bit of timeliness for the end, but also just. Absolutely. It's a well rounded, lower stakes episode. It's not like the Enterprise is going to blow up. The Romulans are going to attack. You know, <laughs> Wesley might accidentally lose his virginity. Like, none of that's <laughs> at stake. <laughs> I
0: mean, Jordy is still super awkward, apparently, but uh, I guess we should probably stop fucking around and do the thing huh
2: (laughs) don't
1: you ever stop fucking around
0: (laughs) do my damnedest on stardate 43957.2 the enterprise discovers a crashed escape pod in an unexplored star system investigating they find there one critically severely and almost didn't get past the sensor's kind of gross injured passenger and the crew brings him on board. <laughs> Dr. Crusher uses an experimental technology that links the injured person to a stable one to make transportation possible, which, want to know more about that? Uh, that person is Jordi, who has been striking out with his crushes by being super awkward. Dr. Crusher determines the survivor will live due to his own body's amazing healing factor. Crusher also notes that the survivor's cells are mutating in some way. A couple of days later, the stranger finally awakens but has no memory of his life or identity. The crew decides to call him John Doe, in an ancient but still alive tradition. Some time passes and John has recovered physically but still has amnesia. In addition, from time to time, he still suffers from severe pain, which is somehow tied to his ongoing mutation. He also begins to admit strange, bright energy bursts, which I like to call lightgasms. John soon learns that he is able to use this energy to heal injuries, as witnessed by Crusher when he aids O'Brien, who has dislocated his shoulder kayaking in the holodeck. So much character, casual character, reveals in this episode. <laughs>
1: I, I don't buy for a second that he's a kayaker. He's doing something gross, and he's tired of getting caught, so then he just puts on a wetsuit. and was like, yeah, kayaking. <laughs> I certainly didn't have my whole arm inside of a Klingon.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Geordi has determined the pod the Enterprise discovered was a kind of storage device. Geordi is also able to interpret a star chart and find the location of John's home planet. He's been on his A-game since the link with John. As the memories begin to return, and he senses that he must not go back to his home planet yet, a day or so later, a vessel intercepts the Enterprise, and John declares he has to leave. He tries to steal a shuttle, and an energy burst <laughs> accidentally knocks Lieutenant Worf from the walkway, resulting in a fatal fall and a broken neck. And he dead. And it was... Also, just so casual, just all of us it was like Tasha, just all of a sudden dead. But luckily, John is, you know, he has magical healing powers and explains that after he's revived Worf and healed his injuries completely, that he wanted to leave as he is becoming a danger to himself and the crew. More surface memories. Captain Sunad of the intercepting ship communicates with the Enterprise, announcing he is from the planet Zalgon and he wants John returned to him immediately. He explains that John is a criminal who has been given the death sentence. Captain Picard considers the situation but refuses to release John to the Zal'Conians without more information as of the charges. He contacts the other ship and mentions John's strange powers, which alarms Captain Sunad, and he claims no one can be trusted. Sunad immediately triggers a device which causes the entire Enterprise crew to become unable to breathe. John resists the device and heals everyone aboard the Enterprise with one bright flash of his energy. His memory now restored, John transports Sunad to the bridge using his powers. He explains that his race has reached a new stage in evolution, in which they are evolving into beings of energy. His homeworld's government fears what is happening and tells the population it is a deadly sickness and kills anyone who shows the signs of the change. John and others aboard the ship were escaping from their homeworld when attacked. John then becomes the first to complete the transformation, becoming invulnerable. John offers to help Sunad make this transformation as well, but Sunad still refuses because he's a fucking asshole. John sends Sunad back to his own ship, warning him that their government can no longer keep their people in ignorance. The Zalconian ship then leaves the area. John bids the crew goodbye, transforms fully into energy, and departs the ship through the bridge dome. And so ends Transfigurations.
1: Ah, oh, man. Healing factor. Cell mutation. Why'd they call him John Doe? Should have called him Wolverine. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> or <laughs> what is the some other mutants with a healing factor? Sabertooth.
1: I think uh Deadpool actually would have been perfect because yeah, then you get a little would've. bit of a pun since he almost died. Yep.
0: <laughs> and beautiful yep. underneath all the crap they have glued to his face.
1: Mhm. <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. he's our he's our little uh proto Deadpool. This this does predate
0: Deadpool, doesn't it?
1: Oh god, it's a LaFeld creation. I think he's early 90s. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. I have to test your
0: comic book knowledge every once in a while, Daniel.
1: I really feel like ninety two. Ninety one. I was very close. You were February of ninety one. So it does by like New Mutants ninety eight. Yep. Wow. So it,
0: so it is a proto Deadpool.
1: Yeah. Like he's less listeners? obnoxious
0: though. Yeah, it's true. He's he's charming.
1: Mm-hmm. so much
0: so and he that-
2: didn't and he didn't break the fourth wall which is really what makes him such a revolutionary character cameron in 91 the idea of a comic book character breaking the fourth wall just blew everybody's fucking mind so nobody shut up about it for the next 30 years
1: <laughs> i mean
0: uh, your character like is not so wrong. many
1: things once it goes mainstream the diehard fans die a little bit inside and kind of let it go yeah but Before Deadpool came out, I've been going to comic book shops since I was eight years old. The single worst human beings to deal with in a comic book shop were always diehard Deadpool fans. People wearing Deadpool merch, talking about Deadpool. They were the most juvenile, the most annoying, the most insufferable of fans. (laughs) And when Deadpool was coming out, I didn't see it for a year because I was like, I cannot give those fucks the satisfaction. But like magic, they've just kind of started to disappear and just become comics gate online trolls. Wish. So it's Are we fine. surprised? Not at all. Tirade Over. <laughs> what did you love about this episode?
0: I loved a lot about this episode. Um <clears throat> I thought that Mark Lemura was incredibly charismatic and even under the makeup. I'm sorry,
1: Macklemore?
0: No, Mark Lemura.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you.
0: Who was a soap opera star for a long time before this. And can you blame him? Um, Not at all. he... He was charismatic. He was just incredibly believable and likable and like the rest of the crew i started to really care about him and i loved how he affected it was nice to see Jordy how it should have been from the beginning where he just has his a-game and realizes how incredible he is and isn't shy or awkward because the writers say he should be um it was nice to It was just really nice to have a Dr. Crusher-focused episode that wasn't, like, future Dr. Crusher episodes.
1: Oh, no, Cameron.
0: It doesn't come till Season 7. Don't worry. But, and I'm not going to give anything away, but you fans know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, man. does Do they Diana her? No. Oh, they totally Diana her. He Deanna? took way too long. No. Deanna, Diana. I mean, they do, but Brianna. that doesn't
0: happen until the movies. <laughs>
1: Uh oh, yeah. god damn sidelining.
0: sideline, sidelining Beverly, one of our most one of our most compelling characters in TNG. But I also loved I actually found the plot fascinating and I loved I loved the ending. I thought that this was I mean it's so timely.
1: Pentecost is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, such
0: an asshole. Um, but yeah, I the fact that he is evolving and his government is treating it as a sickness and killing everyone who shows signs—it's
1: social commentary in sci-fi. Yay! Yay!
0: That's 30 years old and still relevant, unfortunately. Well,
1: unfortunately, there's episodes of the original series that are still relevant. Oh, absolutely. I just don't know when we're going to get these gangster planets under control. (laughs) I mean, that's my question to you, Cameron. Or
0: the Nazi planets, for that
1: matter. (laughs) Or the Nazi planets. (laughs) It is shocking how high a piece of the action is rated on IMDb. I'm like, you nerds need to search your hearts, because that ain't right. Oh man. On on happier notes. I did love having a uh Dr. Crusher focused episode. It was a pretty balanced episode. It was. As far as character time. Um Riker and Deanna and Picard got a little shortchanged. Picard not as much, just because he's the boss. You gotta tell him what's going on. Um, Always. So you know, I loved having a medical log. I don't know if that's our first of this series, but I took note of it because I was like, ooh, medical log. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I hate Jordy's awkwardness around women as a character trait without any justification to it. Just Mm -hmm. like he's like, I never know what to say. I'm an engineer. I'm a nerd. I'm like, fine i guess but but it's but it's also they don't even say that that's the thing is it's just like i don't ever know what to say i'm like if he was like you know if women were warp drives i'd be casanova like if he said something like that where that was stilted and awkward and dumb but at least an attempt to justify it it's not like or just or if he was you know yeah crippling self-doubt i've never kissed anyone what okay, that's a reasonable reason to be nervous. Like, I I, I don't know. But just like, he doesn't even like take the obvious weak writing route and be like, well, who would want to be with somebody who can't really see them? Like, that's an obvious and terrible thing, but they could have said anything. They could (laughs) have. But it's just like, Jordy's just no good with the ladies. He spent too much time with computers and book learning. (laughs) That Jordy, he went and got smart, but he never learned about love. Spend a little less time reading the rainbow and a little more time tasting the rainbow. Mm, yeah, I'm mm. on board. Um, um, yeah, so I, as much as I don't like that, I was building up to say I love the exchanges between Jordy and Wharf in this episode. Me too. Hysterical. (laughs) Dated, sexist, antiquated notions of gender roles, but embodied with such Klingon purity, you can't help but laugh.
0: (laughs) Truly. Yep. Stellar performance by Michael Dorn, as always. Oh, yeah. But yeah.
1: I also really enjoy um, seeing Beverly develop a relationship with somebody else that felt earnest and earned. And, you know, maybe put Spicard on notice that she doesn't have to wait around forever for his bald ass, Mm-mm. you know? There are plenty of comatose aliens out there she can nurse back to health. <laughs> and how. Uh,
0: and just look at him, Daniel. They might have been missing mm-hmm. half their face, but look what grew back.
1: <laughs> I know. Mm.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I... I thought it was a beautifully written episode too. I didn't even hate the Beverly Wesley scene and it was, it was cute. It was friend. I mean, I'm sure you did, but it was cute. It was friendly. It was, it was fun, Cameron.
1: I have to. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> We've it was established gen- that I'm the fun sucker. <laughs> I hate anything that's fun. Even though I just talked about how much I love, Jordian and Worf scene but i guess i still just hate anything fun i just don't get tribbles i'm never gonna get tribbles cameron i just don't
0: i'll have to send you one and see if you change your mind
1: i will write a memoir about our time doing this podcast and call it trials and tribulations that's already a title of a future episode god damn it <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so many awful puns.
0: <laughs> the best of puns.
1: Mm, you know what was the best? What? That John Doe jumpsuit. Let's mm-hmm. talk about sweaters with bootleg cuffs on the bottom. Of the pants, because it's not just a sweater. It's a jumpsuit. Oh, it's of course a jumpsuit. It is a sweater jumpsuit,
0: and it is kind of my dream.
1: Jumpsuit sweater. (laughs) Jumpsuit sweater sounds like a terrible, terrible band that plays the third stage at Coachella. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to own all of their albums. Absolutely. And their outfits. Yeah, it's like they took the styling of the Bee Gees, but when the Bee Gees did a like a ski album, <laughs> like a yes. music music for the Swiss Alps by the Bee Gees. <laughs> it
0: wasn't cut all the way down to
1: their navel, too, because that was right. also a Bee Is
0: Well, because it's cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much cleavage, it goes to your holes. <laughs> Absurd. Love the medical log. Loved that cyber nicotine patch that she put on both their heads, and then they were connected. Yeah,
0: I love that, too. I really do want to know more.
1: Yeah, right? Syncing the rhythm with somebody else, that's uh, very sexual, but I liked it. Mm -hmm. And it's done with technology. Woo!
0: (laughs) Penthouse Forum, 2685.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dear Penthouse Control, (laughs) erogenous log. (laughs) Uh, Why are there not more, I know there's Chuck Tingle, but we need more fantastic romance novels that are like blatant ripoffs of existing universes. (laughs) Like, I just need some Star Trek smut. I need my slash, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, it's not going to (laughs) be, I mean, it's not published via paper, but there's all kinds, Dan. The internet is your gateway. Mm,
1: An archive of our own, as it were. (laughs)
0: You're goddamn right. It wasn't all light chasms, was it, Daniel?
1: No, it was not, Cameron. <laughs> what didn't you like about this episode? I I both loved
0: and hated the casualness. I mean, it's it was really low stakes, and I thought that was fine. And I mean, maybe that's why the ending felt so... Dramatic. I mean, yeah, dramatic, <laughs> is because it was just like... Oh, we love this guy. Oh, he's so nice. Oh, oh God. Someone wants to kill him. Oh God. His government's entirely fascist. Oh God. He's actually the key to their evolution and is an escaped criminal, but the laws don't make any sense. And oh, holy shit. It's like everything is coming together. You Um, just
1: summarized the New Testament. (laughs) (laughs) He is space Jesus. (laughs) I mean Forgive them, father. They know not what they do. He comes to heal all. He doesn't know who he is right away. He comes into his power and leads all of human all of his people to a new way of living. After defying his fascist government, yep. which is supposed to be the true embodiment he's space Jesus. He is space Jesus. You're absolutely correct.
0: Um I also I love hated his evolved form because I know how incredibly cheap that was to produce. You know, put him in some neon orange and put a special, record him with special film, and it looks like he's glowing. But at the same time, come
1: on. Yeah, it reminds me very much of the Morph suit from It's Always Sunny. When oh, absolutely. just becomes Morph Man. Just... <laughs> morph suits are just horrifying.
0: They really are. And yet you can still order them in every dance uh wear catalogs in existence
1: and that's totally what everyone uses them for not very specific role play
0: (laughs) i'm space jesus (laughs) call me john doe (laughs) Mm. i mean i guess it would work if you wore that underneath the sweater jumpsuit
1: who doesn't love sex that involves a costume change (laughs) You
0: just have to turn it into a sexy strip. Yep. Which would basically just be zip and slowly down, slowly down, slowly down.
1: Ah. Oh, and that that move right there has made me decide we are ending this podcast and it's becoming a vlog. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a classically trained dancer. Don't uh. say that
0: ever again. <laughs> But I'm French bitch, Dan.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, he's back. I don't want to come to your one-woman show about how your mom yelled at you and then you got your period for the first time. Are you sure? That sounds pretty entertaining to me. Uh, I don't want to see your play about your experience in high school. No one had a good experience in high school.
0: Well, I mean, quite a few people did, but they also peaked.
1: I was gonna say, and they are all now on their fourth or fifth kid. Or seventh. Boy.
0: I also forgot to mention that I really did love love the makeup. His death makeup. So good. Like his Yeah, not bad. It was gross.
1: Though I, I, I think it. they switched which arm was fucked. Oh, totally. <laughs> um. But yeah, I also didn't love um the like having amnesia just as a trope is kinda like eh, whatever. Not a big deal. Yeah. The it did two. It things, did build a
0: ticking clock in, but
1: Yeah. Once he started recovering memory. Um the two things that I really disliked the most was how Deanna just shows up yep. at the very end. <laughs> having not been around at all or done anything and it's just like and i'm here (laughs) look
0: at we look at me with my psychic powers
1: (laughs) i'm so sorry for the last six weeks while this gentleman has been aboard recovering i've just been huffing bath salts (laughs) it was a cry for help and none of you could feel my pain Because I'm the empath. (laughs) (laughs) I was just exhausted because I'm an empath. (laughs) I just can't be around all this Enterprise's negativity right now because I'm an empath. (laughs) Okay, Cameron, we need to take terrible people's empath quotes and turn them into memes over an unimpressed looking Deanna Troy. (laughs) Consider it. I need a meme of hers, of her going, Tell me again how you're an empath, (laughs) so you can't deal right now. Uh... She's like, I pass out from strong emotions, so fuck you. So I didn't care for that. But my biggest thing was, I just felt that they wasted the fact that this takes place over a month. This is a long period of time covered in a single episode, which they don't often do.
0: no they do not. They're
1: usually like tight 24 hours or an afternoon sometimes even. They are not ever this much time. And it it made me think that like they could have done more with the Geordie subplot and they could have done more with the neural networking of that pod. like it seemed like they had tried one way and then data was like, I guess I'll check back on this later when Jordy's available. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'd add it for a month and were like, oh "I know." <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> that irritated me too. Was that it's I, like, I, it, mm. it, it? It half committed to the amount of time. The amount of time thing was only useful for the purposes of John Doe healing, which. If you remember when Deanna gave birth to something that beca- that grew up and then became a beam of light in the course of like a day um <laughs> it do not so really week. need it a month it, okay but they so that if that can happen i don't think you need a month for space jesus to get better <laughs> I mean real jesus only took 3 days what the hell's this guy's excuse <laughs> it's because he's space jesus not real jesus (laughs) sure it's relative light years i understand (laughs) it's three light days got it
0: (laughs) guess who's going straight to hell it's you and me woo
1: (laughs) yes sorry well uh that's enough religion shall we quote this (laughs) please It is our mission to seek out life in all forms. We are privileged to have been present at the emergence of a new species. (laughs) I've been tutoring
0: him. He learns very quickly.
1: (laughs) It's after Jordy finally gets it together and asks out, uh, what's her name? Christy.
0: Who is the same Christy that he's been crushing on? Yeah, crushing on and failing at. Captain, my species is on the verge of a wondrous evolutionary change, a transformation beyond our physical being. I am the first of my kind to approach this metamorphosis. They tried to convince us it was a sickness we would never survive, that the pain and energy pulses would kill us. They claimed we were dangerous, so they destroyed anyone who exhibited the signs of the transfiguration.
1: We were protecting our society.
2: (laughs) Really, Palpatine? (laughs) We were... (laughs) Unlimited power! (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Do it.
0: By murdering us, you saw the mutations as a threat to your authority. You were terrified of something you couldn't understand. Some suspected that what was happening to them was not evil. Four of us decided to flee Zalkon and let the Metamorphosis take its course. You hunted us down, killed the others, but I survived.
1: With the help of a kind and generous people. One might say, his chosen people? (laughs) The world's better with Jews in it. (laughs) (laughs) Love
0: you. Love you.
1: That's her. Which one? The one on the right. Don't stare. Why not? Because she'll see. Good. You must let her see the fire in your eyes. (laughs) Less talk, more synthahol. Classic (laughs) wharf.
0: I have much to teach you about women. (laughs) Words come later. It is the scent that first speaks of love.
1: Thanks, Worf. That helps a lot. I envy your reflexes, Captain. I envy your strength of will.
0: I am on some kind of journey. Whatever brought me here, whatever is happening to my body, is all part of that journey, and I must complete it, before any other considerations consideration i
1: failed to mention that somehow his healing powers are both analog and digital because he was able to just touch the panel of the ship and heal everybody <laughs> it's
0: true maybe he was just using it to send his waves
1: <laughs> listen unless you have an rca to hdmi or a uh, uh no um uh not rca uh fuck what was it before hdmi the <laughs> Shitty multi pin. No, before. Well, there was coax. Display port. Yeah. Display port to HDMI. (laughs) Converter. That ain't happening. Or a USB
0: 2 to a USB (laughs) 4.
1: Oi. And don't get me started on this Thunderbolt to USB C (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) Oh, Cameron. How many me knuckle sweater jumpsuits would you give this episode?
0: <laughs> I would give it four me knuckles, a testicle on each side.
1: <laughs> what are you doing? My new shorts had extra buttons in them, and I was like, those are right on my penis. <laughs> I thought you were preparing to me knuckle. No, just like the tag is they shouldn't be there. I had buttons on my penis. <laughs> I had a dream there were buttons on my penis, <laughs> buttons on my penis, but you're, you're just gonna, so uh, vain. So vain, e. <laughs> <laughs> you probably think this cock is about <laughs> you. Uh uh how many sorry, I'm delusional. How many did you give it? I gave it four. Oh well yeah, a, I'd give it three and a half. A testicle on each side. Nice.
0: <laughs> and a dick right up the middle.
1: Right <laughs> up, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You know, Cameron. Yes, Dan. We're coming up to the end of season three. Our we next are. episode's gonna be the finale of season three, it which sure is 26 episodes this season I know So, and it's also
0: right? one of the best of both worlds I,
1: I hope you're right because I'll save that joke <laughs> we have loved it, hated it, quoted it, and rated it and that just leaves one last thing for us to do
0: that's very true and that's for me to wish you all to not just have a great week but to make it so and for Dan to say
1: keep on trekking
0: Hey everyone, um, this is my episode and (laughs) I just wanted to let you know that this is our longest tag in history, but everything happened so beautifully and so organically and brought me so much joy that I thought I should share it with you all. So, I hope you're ready! I have much to teach you about women! (laughs) That kind of had a Sam the Eagle, uh syntax to it well
1: okay (laughs) if we are going to have the muppets as star trek characters conversation you got to give me a little time (laughs) because i have thought about the muppets as the original series oh my god have you
0: tell me yeah tell me right now
1: so obviously in that instance it's kermit as captain kirk of course you know he's kermit um, we have <laughs> Sam the Eagle as Spock. Ugh. Uh, right? Perfect. Okay. Fozzie Bear as Scotty. <laughs> right? Okay. I'm
0: still on board. I'm still on board.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Scooter as Chekhov. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfection. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Um, <laughs> Miss Piggy as Rand, of course. Um, and we have, okay, uh, Janice from Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem as Ahura. Yeah. Um, so hold on, that's Scotty Ohura Oh, You're right, missing
0: Sulu. And
1: I'm Dr. missing Sulu. No, didn't I say you did not? You were
0: missing the most important of all.
1: <laughs> right. So Sulu is Bert. <laughs> no, no, you can't bring in this Sesame Street bullshit. There's still gotta Muppets. Stay in the... No, <laughs> we got to stay Muppet Show Muppets. Okay, um, fine. Uh, I should have made Chekhov Animal. That would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chekhov. Woman! <laughs> Only in this case would be Captain! Absolutely. Um,
0: you're missing Gonzo.
1: Oh, Gonzo would actually make a a decent Sulu, especially because of the swashbuckling. Yeah, that's perfect. Gonzo is Sulu, and then my favorite <laughs> has to be my favorite, Ralph the dog as McCoy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jim, sounds like you're in a bit of a pickle there. <laughs> mm. I do not understand what pickles have to do with this. (laughs) Can't you two just get along?
0: (laughs) And just after every punchline, (laughs) in typical fashion, he goes... (laughs) to camera. (laughs) The big open mouth face.
2: Tonight, we're crossing into the Romulan Zone. Yay!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... We'll have to recast.
2: I'm giving her all she's got and she says, "I got no more." Waka waka.
0: <laughs> oh fuck, it's so good. <laughs> That's
2: the Excuse incredible. Me, uh, Captain, <laughs> you want to explain why the ship doesn't go any faster?
0: <laughs> I didn't know you had the entire oeuvre of Muppets in your in your throat.
1: Captain, we got a transmission coming in. Maybe we should like <laughs> play it or something. It's from Starfleet or Jarbeat. Can't really hear him that well. <laughs>
2: oh photon torpedo.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: okay. We need to. <laughs> we need to call I'm up sorry. Henson Films. I
1: don't know where that came from. <laughs>
0: I loved every fucking second of it, and we need to call up Henson Films and partner on Muppet (laughs) T-shirts, Muppet Star Trek crossover T-shirts.
2: What can I say? He's dead, Jim. (laughs) Captain's log, Stardate. Yeah.
1: Okay, I tell you what. Let's rate this, and then find an episode of the original series, and I'll just go through the quotes and switch <laughs> to the different Muppets. Okay, please, we don't need to record it. It'll just be for it'll just be for us. Oh, we
0: do need to record it. Please, mm-hmm. I, it has to be for posterity's sake.
1: Oh my! I can't do Gonzo. Can I do Gonzo? That was pretty good. Mm. Oh, oh my! No, no, that was, that was pretty good actually. See, Sam, Ralph. And Fozzie Bear are basically the same person. They're just slightly different.
0: Well, yeah, because they're Frank Oz
1: characters. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. I'm just always doing a Frank Oz. (laughs) Anyways. Kermit is not Frank Oz. Spock's brain. Spock's brain! (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Captain Kirk is talking about Spock here, so.
2: You've got him on complete life support. Was he dead? He was worse than dead, Jim. What do you mean, Jim? Come on, Bones. What's the mystery? His brain is gone. I'll never live this down. This Vulcan is telling me how to operate. Ah
1: plays piano (laughs) I don't know who Kara is I don't remember the episode that well (laughs) brain and brain where's the brain what is brain
2: is it controller is it not yes yes in a way it is the human brain controls the individual's functions bones Scotty Spock's brain controls we came to put you back. Where are you? Back where? <laughs> back in your body. You brought along with us. Thoughtful, Captain. But probably <laughs> impractical. While I might trust the doctor to remove a splinter or lace a boil. I do not believe he has the knowledge to restore a brain. What have you done with Spark's brain? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> On the whole, Captain, I believe I'm quite fit. It's fascinating. A remarkable example of a retrograde civilization. That is the one I was waiting for.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. I love you. At the peak,
2: advanced beyond any of our capabilities, and now operating at this primitive level, which you saw. And it all began thousands of years ago, when a glacial age reoccurred. You see, this underground complex was developed for the women. The men remained above, and a male-female schism took place. A fascinating culture developed of a kind which has... I knew it was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. What's that? I should never have reconnected his mouth. Well... We took the risk, Doctor.
0: I forgot about this line and how much I adore it. This next
2: call Chekhov and tell him to send my stomach down. His body lives; the automatic functions continue, but there is no mine.
1: Oh shit! Who's Sulu again? Um, Who did I say?
2: Gonzo. Gonzo, the Incredible Gonzo. Yeah, did. oh there, I found it. It's just not. It's just. It's
1: just not quite Marge Simpson. That's Gonzo. The ship captain either has many years ahead of us, or it has the most incredible (laughs) design fluke in history. (laughs) Ship's log, Lieutenant Sulu recording. I am holding the Enterprise in orbit above the planet Sigma Dacaius (laughs) 11. (laughs) Quiet, you. Captain Kirk's hunch that Spock's brain is on the planet appears to be correct. Ensign Chekhov remains on the surface to act as a liaison between the captain and the Enterprise.
0: Remarkable. It's between, it's actually Marge Simpson and your Whoopi. It's right here.
1: <laughs> ah, that's where it rests. It's not Marge. <laughs> it's not Whoopi either.
0: You are a remarkable talent. I hope that someday you get paid a lot.
2: Show us the three Class M planets, Mr. <laughs> Chekhov. <Checkoff. laughs> I, I can't. Oh, no, wait. I've got, I've got an Uhura,
1: so. What would they want with Mr. Spock's brain? What use is it? Why do they want it? Oh,
2: we do have a Scott line. Perfect. Hmm. Pain and delight he's set up (laughs) above. Waka (laughs) waka. Waka waka.
1: I just need a Chekhov line. That's all I'm missing. There it is.
0: And the male humanoid who doesn't know the meaning of the word female. Or, no structures, Captain. No mechanized objects that I can read. No surface consumption. No generation of energy, atmosphere. Perfectly all right, of course. Temperature high. It's up. Where?
1: Where,
2: where is that one? <clears throat> ah. Ah, yes. No structures, <laughs> Captain! No mechanized object that I can read. No surface <laughs> consumption. No generation of energy. sphere is perfect. <laughs> All right, of course. Temperature, a high maximum of 40. <laughs> Livable. <laughs> you have a thick skin. Fucking,
0: oh, this has been the best day of my life. Thank you for that.
1: <laughs> Aw. Well, you can, you can whittle that <laughs> down to something useful. <laughs> A Secret Weapon Production.